0: Welcome to another awesome episode of Errol helps entrepreneurs increase visibility, credibility, and profitability. Uh, today we have a special guest who's been uh, podcasting over 700 podcasts. Has Gary V as a scheduled uh, guest on his podcast? Is head honcho of Authors Unite and uh, and and brings to brings to life the Business Blast podcast to entrepreneurs everywhere. Tyler would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Oh man, you did such a great job there and and you told the Gary Vee story, so I I can't tell
0: it <laughs> now. Oh man, uh, that was that, just a trailer. Uh, that was a trailer.
1: <laughs> no, I um yeah, no no, no, but that was that was literally perfect. So yeah, I'm founder that,
0: that was the that was the hook before the jab.
1: Yes, I got Oh yeah, I got it. <laughs> um so yeah, as uh, as you said, I I run a company called Authors Unite. Help people publish, market their books, and then um, started my own podcast about seven months ago, seven eight months ago. And I've done over seven hundred shows, so you know it's it's a lot. But it, I've discovered that I, I love doing podcasts, so it's been it's been a lot of fun.
0: That's uh, that that's awesome. Um, we really have a lot to get into. I think that we will add a lot of value to all of our listeners. You know, there's kind of a almost like a bigger under. I guess an underflowing, uh, lesson, many lessons here that are related to networking, building value, you know, return on investment of time, uh, the story of how you've kind of even gotten to the point where you're podcasting, uh, and really what's been happening, how you've been developing leads via the podcasting and essentially what, what this whole process has been for you and your entrepreneurial journey. You know, there's just so much to get into, uh, Maybe we can just kind of start from the the beginning and, you know, in this case, maybe share a little bit about how you sort of started your entrepreneurial journey.
1: Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, actually, how I started was this. So I was in school, uh, I was in college, and my second year in college, I read The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. And I think that book is, like, pretty profound for a lot of entrepreneurs. And for me, it was, like, so profound that it actually made me realize that I wanted to drop out of school. So, Literally after reading that book, I I dropped out within like weeks or like a month um, afterward. And uh, I knew I wanted to be like an entrepreneur, but I didn't know like what I wanted to do uh, necessarily uh, as an entrepreneur, let's say. So what I did is I started to reach out to all these conferences, um, just letting them know. Basically, I was saying like, hey, I'm a broke, dropout, aspiring entrepreneur. <laughs> I'd love to like, help you out at your event. Uh, if there's anything I can do to help, uh, I'd love to help like set up or whatever it is, and I'd really love to come to the event. And surprisingly, or at least to my surprise at the time, uh, I got a lot of yeses. Like, I, to be honest, I don't even know if I actually got any actual no's. I think I just got yeses and then no response sometimes. Um, so what happened is the, the first like profound, yes, was like immediate, uh, was a guy named Jason Gaynard, he puts on these conferences called mastermind talks. And Tim Ferriss was actually one of the speakers at that event. So, you know, oddly enough, like six months later, after reading the book, I got to meet Tim and I go to the event, learn from all these entrepreneurs. And then I started to go to a lot more events after that. And then I wrote my first book called conference crushing, which is like, How basically from going to all these events, I started to discover like what's the best way to approach them. So what should you do before, during and after an event to maximize your ROI at it? So then I wrote that book and it ended up doing really well. And uh, part of the reason it did so well is because I built such a strong network that when I launched it, a lot of these people were like way ahead of me. Uh, and they shared it with their audience via email blast or social media. So it ended up doing well, got my name out there. And then uh, after that, discovered that a lot of people wanted to write a book because a lot of people were reaching out to me. And then I created Authors Unite, which is the business I've been running for about five years now, and then started the podcast. And then that's kind of how, you know, you and I uh, pretty much connected and now I'm here. That's the story.
0: <laughs> that That's awesome. That's awesome. We connected via LinkedIn yes. and really just kind of connecting. Uh, and it's interesting that that has sort of led to, you know, this point, which I think is uh, almost one of the underlying things here about entrepreneurship and growth. It seems to be this whole connecting piece. Um, I wonder if you might share if there's maybe one thing or two things, or if there's something quick that you might share from the first book for conference, uh, you know, uh you said it's called conference it's called conference conference crushing yeah conference crushing yeah so Um, anything would be like a highlight that you would share
1: yeah so two quick things one is i just say like if you really want to get in if you will with someone i would write them a handwritten letter like at the event so like if they're a speaker or whatever and they might be leaving like i would literally like leave like the event real quick go write a letter come back and then make sure you give it to them it's it's crazy It's just a lost art, like people keep letters. So it's one great way to get in uh, with somebody that you'd like to connect with. Second thing is, is do research before. I think a lot, like, I don't think really anybody does this most of the time, like do research on the people you wanna connect with and discover how you can add value to them before the event. Then you actually have a plan of how to connect with them at the event and you can show them how you can add value. And then it's a very easy way uh, to connect with them. So those are just two quick things.
0: Awesome. And it would seem like the main thing would be to express your appreciation for them in some way and then express a way to say, hey, I'd really love an opportunity to help you with this, knowing that they can definitely do some things to help you. Even if you can't directly see it, you know, they have the resources to help you.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, one of the biggest things I learned uh, from this is you want to be as specific as possible. It's interesting. I remember when I first started doing this and I would just actually ask them if if there's anything I can help you with. And as I did that more and more, I actually started to get some responses and they said, you need to do the research yourself and know how you can help me. And then ask me if you can help me in a specific way, because when you ask somebody if you can like, can I just help you? It's actually putting work on them to figure out a job for you, which a lot of these people are very high level entrepreneurs, like they're busy. So that's just like a little tip there, like do the research, find out exactly how you can help them and then ask them specifically if you can help them do that thing and you'll get a way better response rate in that way.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, uh, that's great. Okay. So, so from there, so then you, uh, you wrote this book, you happened to have built out this network. So they kind of helped to distribute and gave some credibility and draw people's attention really to this other, uh, entrepreneurial, uh, work, piece of work that you did. And so, and now at, at the moment, so you've uh, also, you have formed authors unite. So transitioning sort of from writing that book and that experience. So what happened next?
1: Um, yeah. yeah. So so after you mean, after I started Authors Unite, like what were like the next steps with everything?
0: Well, so you wrote the uh, Authors uh, Unite. Did you form that before actually coming out with the book or is that uh, after? after? It, it was after.
1: after. So kind of the story there a little bit is like, you know, when I dropped out of school, a lot of people I come from a small town like an hour north of Philadelphia. A lot of people thought Mm -hmm. I was going down like a pretty bad path. Like they were like, this guy's like dropping out. Like what the heck's wrong with him? And uh, but then like six months later, like a year later, the book comes out and it does really well. And people are like, what? Like, I didn't know. Like, how's this kid doing this? And then uh, from there, a bunch of people started reaching out on social media saying, I've always wanted to write a book. Can you help me? So then that's how I started it, is I helped like 10 people for free, got testimonials, and then I created an actual business off of it.
0: Got it. Got it. Got it. That's awesome. And so then now the podcast, so then now when, how did you decide to, to actually start a podcast and when did that, when did that come into the, uh, into the mix?
1: Yeah. So it's, it's something I kind of, since probably about two, three years ago, I, I had been wanting to do it, but It seemed like so complicated. So that's like why I hadn't started it earlier. And then I discovered anchor, uh, which is what, you know, we're using right now to record. And I was like, Whoa, this is easy. And at this point, you know, running my business for like five, a little over five years now, like I've created systems in my business that I, I have a lot more, I had a lot more free time. Like I do the podcast three days a week and it's pretty much like all day, like back to back interviews, three days a week. And I was like, okay i now found the tool that makes podcasting easy and i want to do it and i have the time so yeah that's that's what started it i just went all in on
0: it okay and so now the the podcasting so in terms of what the systems how did you can you tell us more how you've had your the business sort of structured and how you were kind of distributing and and just trying to scale and build
1: yeah for sure so I think this happens with a lot of entrepreneurs. So how I started off as Unite was I was actually doing like coaching. So I realized, uh, I don't want to say too quickly, but about like a year and a half, two years in, I realized that like, there's definitely a ceiling to that. So like I had, let's just say I had like 20, 30 coaching clients and my head was like spinning, you know? So like, I was like, okay, there's a ceiling to that. And I've always done kind of like high ticket, if you will, like I've never done like besides books but I've never done like low cost, like products or services. Um, So it was like high ticket in the thousands and I was doing coaching and I just knew that like it wasn't scaling. So then what I did is I switched it to done for you. So now the whole business is based on like done for you publishing. So we publish your book and then done for you book launches and like building your business off the back end of your book, like sales funnel. So it's, And now I have a full team. So from uh, transforming into, from coaching, which you have to be involved, done for you, I've hired and trained my team that when we onboard a client, um, they're able to, we have a checklist for publishing, a checklist for the marketing. And they're able to just run through each thing and it's able to scale. You know, I, I just have to hire more people as we bring in more, but it's a scalable system. A great book for that, just for anybody listening, "Built to Sell" is a great book that just like breaks it down so simply of the systems you need to scale a business. Um, but either way, so that so that's what I did there, and then I from learning these systems, I transport transferred that over to the podcast. So with the podcast, have so many systems. Like you've been through the process, like reminder emails. I use ClickFunnels for. pre-interview form and then afterward they join a community and i just think when people start out they don't have the systems and and then they realize like it just breaks so the systems really make things a lot easier and you need them to be able to scale
0: yeah you know one of the i guess interesting books i've come across and i haven't mastered this but the e-myth seems to be a time tested book that just talks about you know kind of scaling a business, systemizing everything. And the more systemized it is, the more, like like you said, you were able to step aside from the coaching where that was kind of owning you and, and kind of put a, a, a cap on what you could do with your time. Mm-hmm. But trying to find a way to systemize is kind of the key. But I found the e-myth to be kind of interesting.
1: Yeah, I'm actually in the middle of that right now. So I haven't finished that, but I'm in the middle of it. And, you know, really the ultimate, and just to be transparent, like I, I have not personally mastered this, but the ultimate is a course, you know what I mean? Like a a course, one person I keep seeing, I'm not sure if you've seen the ads, but it's Sam ovens consulting. He he does some consulting thing. And like, that's like Mm -hmm. a a straight up like webinar webinar funnel into a course. And the course is already made. And then you just do like weekly or monthly like Q and A's with the community and support. And that's like very scalable. So I think like that's the ultimate, but until you can master that, like done for you, in my opinion, is better than coaching because coaching it's almost like an endless support and like that just does not scale Whereas done for you you can just simply say like this is the exact thing you're going to get and then you can hire a team and train them and then they just knock it out and then you deliver
0: you know deliver the service got it now you've done over 700 podcasts so is that been part of that has that been really to just kind of really increase your network by so by connecting with all these people or how like how did that scale so much and how did you know how did it go from okay i'm gonna start a podcast to i'm gonna do podcasts all day for three days a week like how (laughs) how did that happen
1: yeah so really it, it honestly just started out as fun like i i love just like i love doing what we're doing right now like i Oddly enough, it's funny because I run a company that helps people with books. But me writing a book was the hardest thing in my life. Like being alone, like locked in my room and like writing in silence is like makes me crazy. So it was really difficult. But I knew I would enjoy the podcast. So I started it for that. And then I ended up getting a few clients actually just like naturally without any systems involved, really just like after I interviewed the person, they realized what I did we had a conversation and they became a client and I was like, okay, that was interesting. And then I was like, okay, let's do more of these. So I ended up doing some more. And then I started to build the systems out and started to like batch my interviews, like get more serious about organizing it all. And I started to get like some more clients. And then I started to realize like that I could add a lot of value to the people that I'm interviewing, meaning like I could introduce them with other people. And it was just like a triple win. Like the audience that listens to the podcast is winning because they're getting value. I'm getting value because my business is growing and my network's growing, relationships, and they're getting value because my audience is, you know, listening to their message. Um, And, you know, basically the, the relationship as well, they're getting value. So, Now, uh, once I realized like just how big of a win it was in all three areas is when I just went all in and I was like, okay, I'm going to do, I do about like 30, let's say 30, 40 a week um, now. And then I'm building a, it's called Business Blast Club. And it's like a community of everybody I interview. Um, And yeah, there's a lot more kind of to it. but Let's just say how I get the interviews is through LinkedIn uh, mainly. Like my team, we reach out on LinkedIn. Um, and ask people that we feel would be a good fit if they'd like to come on the podcast.
0: Man, that's genius! You know, I just had a I just had a like a, a light bulb go off that I think you should maybe consider running with. Yeah. So Tim Ferriss has this book called uh, Something of Titans. I have it in my office right now. Um, do you know the book I'm talking about? Yeah, Tools of Titans. Yeah. Tools of Titans. So that's like. It's a book that just compiles all these years of experiences that he had. I'm almost thinking there's got to be like a business blast, like the titans of the business blast or something where you pull in all this stuff and pull pull together all these different ideas.
1: Yes, I agree. And I, I have actually thought of that. <laughs> so oh, what's up? I'm like so in on the interviews that it's funny it's like I used to have a ton of time on my hands and now because I do so many interviews I'm actually like busy as hell. So once I have the time I'm going to try to form something
0: like that. Nice, nice, nice. Well, well, very good. Well, so, okay, Gary Vaynerchuk. So Gary Vaynerchuk at this point, that's a scheduled actual connect. I went on this mission to meet Gary Vee and I failed, but you are making it happen and I'm super excited. So, <laughs> so, all right. So how did, so, okay. So how did this, how did this kind of come up? That's, you know, super yeah. interesting for a lot of people. Yeah.
1: You know what? Hopefully, if anything, hopefully this inspires anybody that's listening that wants to do a podcast. Hopefully this gets them to do it. So like, what happened is I just interviewed uh, this woman, her name's Audrey, and I interviewed her and went really well, like we connected. And then like afterward, she was just like, "Can I? is there anything I can help you with? Like after the interview, after we hit stop recording. And I was just like, no, nothing I can think of, but like we were just talking and I, I ended up just telling her in conversation, like, you know, I love to have like Gary Vee on the show. Like Gary, he's like my idol. And she didn't say like anything right away. She was just like, oh, that's cool and then like literally like hours later she messages me and she's like like check twitter so i checked twitter she tweeted him it was just like hey would you make uh tyler wagner's day and be on his podcast it's only five minutes and he must it just was like right time and he must have just been on his phone he tweeted back and was like fine and then he said fine and he tagged um his assistant whose name is actually tyler and he's like, fine, Tyler, September. So it was supposed to happen like September is what I believe that meant. And then it just took a while to schedule, but that's all it was. So it was like random. And then me and Tyler exchanged emails and we just booked it for October 29th.
0: That's awesome. Man, that's, uh, I can't wait to hear that. That's gonna be super cool. <laughs> I know,
1: I'm excited for it. I'm gonna try to make that one like 10 minutes in my can. <laughs> I'll
0: try. Nice, 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 nice. Well, all right. Well, I guess my, maybe my last question is thinking of this in terms of with the, um, in terms of with the actual systems for the podcast, right? So the, the systems that you put in place, if somebody wanted to set up a podcast and is kind of thinking of, okay, how would I systemize this to where I could ultimately produce some results so that I'm building value for these people, uh, I'm you know, building value for my business, and potentially I could secure some business for myself. Uh, how how are you sort of systemizing that whole process?
1: Well, so this is what I'd say, like, if you want, let me go to the extreme, which is not what I'm currently doing. Like I'm doing it. I I did go to the extreme a a little bit before, meaning like I was like purely like using it as lead gen for a little while. And then it just didn't feel completely aligned with me. So then now I'm just, I, I use it and I'm building a community. And then naturally I'm getting some clients, but let's just say, You wanted to use it as strictly for business growth and lead gen what you would do is literally just interview your prospects so go like go on linkedin there's a tool meet that's called meet leonard where you can automate all this um and basically just message so let's just say you are um i'm trying to think of an example or let's just use the example for me so i help people with books most of my clients are coaches and consultants and entrepreneurs So I can go on LinkedIn and I can say, I want to message anybody that has entrepreneur coach or consultant in their title as a job title. And I want to message them and ask them if they want to be on the podcast. And so then I can ask them to be on the podcast. We'll do the podcast and, um, you know, create an actual relationship with them. And then you can say like, let them know, like in your, in your funnel, I use click funnels, let them know that you help people with books and if they're interested that they can hop on a, like a strategy session with you. And then that that's like really the way to do it and only interview your target market. So it's like you're creating a relationship with them. You're adding value to them because you're interviewing them and they're getting to be on a show. And then after you do all that, then you can, I don't want to say pitch, but just kind of, I think it's better to be more subtle. Just be like, Hey, I also do this. If you're interested, let's talk about it. If not, no worries. It was great having you on the show.
0: Nice. I still see some very strong correlation between that and, again, your experience by going out to um, say, hey, I'd really like to, you know, offer to help with your uh, conference. Uh, I'd like to come out and do that, you know, for free. And then from there to interact, to build the relationship and see where you can help. Uh, it seems I can see it's directly correlated. Uh, and I'm hoping that there's some people that are uh, kind of looking at this, you know, looking at business that are maybe seeing that also. And maybe this will kind of give them some new ideas of how to leverage technology, of how it's developing to scale those relationships and what can come of that.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I, I actually never really drew the connection there. But now that you say it, like pretty much, yeah, like everything that I've grown, it's, it's very people based. And I've, I've kind of always just naturally seen it that way. Like it's, you know, even businesses, they're run by people. Like everything is people.
0: Yeah, almost, I think with most businesses, I mean, you can get really technical with things. And the thing is, though, almost the, the business or the service, uh, it's it's something that most most everybody can kind of do a particular business or service. But what makes, I guess, an entrepreneurial uh, activity different is how systemized and how scalable it is. So ultimately, some people get just so focused on what the specific business or, or product or service is. And they're not necessarily working on how it's being delivered or how it can be scaled enough. Uh, But people maybe need to kind of like think in terms of, okay, all these people around us, they can help me. They're looking at things in a different way. I can build relationships, help them. And ultimately, just figure out how to scale the activities that I'm doing. And if 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 the activities are not scalable, kind of make some shifts and figure out how to scale what you're doing.
1: Yeah. And so just going from my own experience and I, and I think there's actually a better way. Like if I could maybe, if I could go back, like maybe like reading built to sell and the e-myth could have saved me a lot of time and headache, but I don't like having regrets. I'm just saying, I think that would have been good books because then you would have had the mindset of scale in the beginning. But Mm -hmm. the way I did is I just thought like, how can I add value to people? So I started with that. And it just so happened that it was like helping them with books. So like I said, I started out with the coaching. So I think if you just focus on value and whether it's scalable or not, what will happen is it, if it's not, it's going to break. And when you break something, you're forced to fix it or you fail. So I, I think that that's not a bad way to go about it is even if you build it structurally incorrect, like it'll break and it'll force you to figure out how to fix it. And then you will learn how to scale or it just will fail. You know what I mean? And typically, when you're like backs against the wall and you're like forced to fix something, you end up figuring out how to fix it. You
0: you got it, man. That's uh that's awesome. So I guess just to kind of end out the you know end out the podcast. You know, I think we've we've dropped so much. You, you've dropped so much uh, value here for everybody listening, and I really want to thank you. Um, what is it that in terms of for what is it that you're working on at the moment that in case somebody's listening and maybe they could help you with something, uh what would you like to share what you're working on that's kind of the next step for you that that maybe there's other people listening that could potentially help help you with what you're doing
1: yeah, um I mean, I'd say really biggest thing is just doing more podcast like I love podcasting, so yeah, yep. I guess you know anybody listening you know. Uh, one way that you can help is just if you know anybody that you think would be a good fit for, for a podcast, like feel free to, re- or if it's you, like feel, feel free to reach out and uh, I'm, I'm always open to, to interviewing people. So I think that's the main thing.
0: Okay, and this would be pretty much anybody that's wanting to be on a podcast or uh, would there be specific people who you'd most wanna be on or you think would just kind of resonate more with, with your audience? Yeah, so mostly
1: coaches, authors, consultants, and entrepreneurs is, is what I mostly interview. So I'd say, yeah, if you're interested or if you know somebody who's like, you know, you have a friend that's like definitely that and they're having a lot of success in it, um, feel free to email like Tyler at AuthorsUnite.com. And um, I'd love to, to talk to him about being on the show.
0: Awesome. And so the best ways to connect with you would be uh, AuthorsUnite.com. So email Tyler at AuthorsUnite.com. And the, obviously going on the, would it be, I guess, just looking up the Business Blast uh, podcast or what, yep. what? any other particular ways?
1: Uh, I mean, you can find me, you know, all the sort like Instagram is Tywag, so T-Y-W-A-G-Z if you want to connect with me there. But really, the best way is like email or authorsunite.com.
0: Okay, awesome, awesome. Well, we'll put in the details here for the uh, the podcast, you know, the best ways to reach you there um and yeah so this was really a blast i appreciate having you on here and I definitely wish you the best luck with gary you got to keep him on more than five minutes and, and try to get some information yeah yeah, yeah. nice 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 okay all right tyler man well you have a great night and a uh, great day and uh, again keep on doing what you're doing man you're you're an inspiration for everybody thank you
1: so much man you too we'll talk soon all right tyler